and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Madeleine. It's my privilege to be spending these moments with you as we continue our No Other Name series of devotionals. That's been really, really special so far. And this morning we're looking at a very unique idea and a unique concept that I know a lot of people grapple with. And that's the idea as Jesus as human. Jesus as human. When he came to earth as a little baby boy, he took on a full humanity, we are told. And we're going to look at two scriptures this morning, namely John 1 verse 14 and Philippians 2 verse 5, and see what scriptures say about Jesus taking on the form of man, what that meant. And then I want to look at three key ideas that really inspired me at the idea of Jesus taking on full humanity and what that means for us today and how that, I, that can encourage you this morning. So let's start off with John 1 verse 14 and it says, So the Word, that's Christ, became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only son. I can't imagine what that must have been like to send your one and only son to a broken, sinful place, your perfect son to a broken, sinful place to help them. That love and care that God has for humanity in order to do that must be unspeakable. The word became human, took on everything that he wasn't, that he didn't need to take on for us. Then Philippians 2 verse 5 says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form. He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. What a powerful piece of scripture that really sums it up so well. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he willfully chose to give up his divine privileges to take on the humble position of a slave. He was perfect in his deity, in his holiness, in his power, in the most perfect place, heaven, and chose to give up that status to be here on earth, fully human. And how we can comprehend how God was fully God and fully human while being on earth, I don't think our brains can quite put those together, how he's able to have still been full deity, but also fully human while Jesus was walking on earth. But the idea of him walking around, experiencing the same range of emotions that we go through is incredible to think that he felt what it was like. He didn't sin, but he felt what those emotions were like. He experienced life as we experience it every day. How incredible is that? To be in a position of absolute perfection and to give that up so that you're able to come to a place of pain, of all the brokenness that you've never had to face 
to actually allow that to, to become a part of you and your experience, to willfully choose to do that because you love us so much in order to come save us. I don't think we'll ever be able to fathom that amount of love. But there are three main key ideas that really, really stood out for me in this whole idea of Jesus becoming fully human that really encouraged me in my walk. The first one is, it gave me complete assurance in Christ's answers to my prayers. Complete assurance in Christ's answers to my prayers. Because I would come along and ask him for something or not understand something or come along with my human mind and my human understanding and, and ask him, oh, Jesus, please can I have this? Or Jesus, please can things do this? Or that can happen. And in complete assurance, I can know that his answer for me is 100% perfect and the right answer because he genuinely knows what I'm going through. He genuinely knows the emotion I'm experiencing. He genuinely understands my frustrations, my day-to-day my -day life and experiences. He gets it because he was on earth. So I can have complete assurance when he tells me, my daughter, I hear you. I hear that you're frustrated. I hear that you're angry, but the time is not right now for this. Trust me. You can have assurance in my answer because I'm not just saying, well, I've been in your shoes and I know what it feels like. He genuinely knows what it feels like. So we can have complete assurance in his answers. Secondly, we can have total confidence in Christ's power. He never felt like his godliness was in jeopardy, that he had to hold so tight onto his deity and onto the perfection and onto the godliness that he has in order to become human. He wasn't worried that that would go away, that being on earth and being amongst all the sin and the brokenness would somehow affect his godliness. He wasn't afraid of that. He knew who he was. He knew what was inside of himself. He knew what God had empowered him with to walk upon the earth, that he wasn't scared that it would get tainted by anything the sinful world had to offer. That is how strong God's power is. That is how incredible Christ's ability is and his perfection is. So how much more does that not give me confidence in his power? If he knows that being on earth, the most sinful, horrible place, he comes with his perfection and his deity and he's not worried that it gets tainted because he knows exactly how much that power is. So how much more can we believe and testify to the power in Christ because of that confidence? In fact, his vulnerability that he had on earth actually added to his power and to his influence. It didn't take away from it. And thirdly, it makes me humble to know that, that Jesus came to earth and took on full human and full humanity. It makes me humble because he gave up everything he had. He was still Christ. He still had all that power, but he gave all of that up to come here and to experience that and to humble himself. He was God. He is God. He's always God. But he chose to come and also be full human at the same time, to humble himself, to become a slave and a servant for our sakes. So how much more can I humble myself in my life? It encourages me to also be a servant in all circumstances and situations, to not be worried that it's going to affect my position or my power or what people think of me because of how much he humbled himself. How incredible. I mean, he even went through stages where they taunted him. 
Imagine having all the power and you're all knowing, you're all powerful and you choose not to use your power in those circumstances and situations. Even when they taunted him, this is what happens in Mark 15 verse 31. The leading priests and teachers of religious law also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down from the cross so we can see it and believe him. Even the men who were crucified with Jesus ridiculed him. So here we have God who is almighty, all-powerful, all perfection in his deity and holiness and godliness. And he chooses to humble himself to the point where he is crucified and they are taunting him to his face. And in a moment, he can have himself off of that cross. In a moment, he can save himself from what he's about to do. But yet he chooses to go through it. He chooses not to use his power in order to save us, to humble himself to that point. If that doesn't encourage us to also humble ourselves, I don't know what will. So that assurance in Christ's power and ability, the confidence in salvation and who Christ is, and the humility that he has shown us is forever encouraging to me. And let's thank him for that this morning and how we're able to walk confidently and with purpose, boldly, today and for all our days, because we know who Christ is. We know his power, we know his authority, and we know his intense love for us. So much so that he would give up everything to take on full humanity for us. And let us also humble ourselves in circumstances and situations, give up positions and powers and all the things we think are so important makes us us and able to humble ourselves in those moments for others, to love them, to show them Christ's love like he has shown us and to also become servants. Amen. Lord God, we come before your throne this morning and we give you glory and honor, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you are full God and that you were full human, that you took on humanity for our sakes when you walked this earth. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for even facing being taunted and, and crucified on a cross for us. We cannot even imagine what that must have been like. But thank you for taking on the full humanity so that you're able to say that you know exactly how we feel when we ask you for things, when we talk to you about our experiences and our feelings. Thank you, Lord God, that we can have full assurance and confidence in your answers, in your power, in your grace, in your love for us. And thank you for the inspiration to be humble in all circumstances and to become servants whenever we can. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the amazing example that you are. Thank you, Lord God, that you are always with us, that you always encourage us, and that your grace and love always covers us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.